This is a Rooster Teeth production. Okay, this is Supplemental Anima. Um, this is just me and Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Uh, hey, what's up, dude? So we're at, uh, what is this place called? Pan American Park? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're essentially a third in Chacon. Yeah. In Austin. Uh-huh. And uh, it's, you had no idea. Uh-huh. Um, we're here for an RT shoot, so you, you thought we'd, we'd bang out some quick supplemental. Yeah. Uh, some non-canon. Yep. And I don't think you have any idea how much of my life I've spent in this spot. Oh, are you serious? I'm 100% serious. So we're at I mean, this baseball field that we're shooting yeah. a, a thing for, and we just sort of grabbed a spot in the shade in the benches, and yeah. uh, you, you've you just been at 30 Chacon a lot, or what? Dude, I have spent so much of my life, Millie's childhood, my sweat equity in this spot. Let me explain. Really? We are sitting behind home plate, right, yeah. in the bleachers. To the straight ahead to the left uh-huh. is a grade school, and in front of that is Pan American Park. There's a stage there, right? First off, if you ever come down to Austin uh, and you're looking for a music festival to go to, one of the cooler, weirder experiences you can have uh-huh. is a festival called Honk ATX. Have okay. you ever heard of it? No. I think they still do it there. I've seen it like eight times there. Okay. They it's like marching bands that do like have like wild costumes and do like marching band style music on stage. Oh, really? But it's like. It's like insane. They'll all be dressed up like flamingos. Wow. They'll, like they'll do like Taylor Swift songs or like heavy metal. And it's just like this wild experience where like all these bands, I don't know what, oh, wait, it's, and it's I don't just know like, what the music's called or what the bands are called, but it's like when you go to a town and they have like a parade at one in the morning and yeah. they have this fucking insane band with tubas yeah. and like a, a bunch of wind instruments and shit, right? right? It's like that. And it's like once a year, and people, the, people, the bands come from all over the country. Oh, that's fucking crazy! Yeah, just to perform at this one festival, and it's fucking awesome. First off, so if you ever if you ever in town during Honk ATX, or if you live in Austin, go to Honk ATX. It is fucking. It is when they say keep Austin weird. It's what Austin used to kind of used to feel like. I'd never, I never. I think I'd heard of something about that. Never knew yeah. there was a name. Never knew it was like a thing that happened annually. That's fucking awesome. Definitely go if you get a chance. They just go up and they play like one song and then they do like it's just <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but it's like a whole. It's like it's not a song. It's a whole performance. Right. right? Uh, and then so we're, like I said earlier, we're still behind home plate. So then to the right. Uh-huh. Well, first off, I've spent a lot of time at this baseball field. Okay. In particular, drunk. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I've made a lot of friends in these bleachers, uh, which I'll circle back around to. To the right is uh, a pickleball court now. Yeah. It used to be basketball courts. And behind that is a building. Used to be a thing in there called Super All Right that was a popular media company. A bunch of other like fledgling incubator businesses okay. have started and launched from there and also failed from there. The end cap is a black building. I think it might be some sort of CrossFit thing. Okay. That warehouse was my ex-wife's art gallery for like five or six years. That's where that was. Yeah. Oh, shit. And so there was about a five or six year period where I spent oh, every just like, day after work. You just like lived here. So I lived here <laughs> seven days a week. Wow. Get up at 9 a.m. on a Saturday and come here and start working because there was always some project like re- like painting the whole place or redoing the walls or redoing the stairs or putting in a giant fucking... Uh, totem pole in the back or digging drainage ditches wow. or like building cabinets or uh-huh. what or or getting ready for an art show mm-hmm. getting ready for some gallery thing getting ready for a she would she, we put on fashion shows EDM shows 
punk shows, traveling bands played there. Whoa. It was insane during South by. It's a two-story building with like a on the inside, so you'd have like bands like jumping off the fucking like <laughs> off the balcony into the crowd. It was a wild place. That grass area right there. Yeah. Millie spent her entire childhood playing in that grass area with all the kids from the neighborhood. Wow. That park bench right there. Uh-huh. I have kicked so many people off that park bench for doing heroin <laughs> at one in the afternoon while my daughter's trying to play and be like, get the fuck out of here. And I, I like I have I, seriously it got to be like I got good at it I got good at kicking druggies off of that park bench and then I have to do it like every time I would come here this makes it sound terrible uh-huh. but every time I would come here I would do a, I'd have to do a needle sweep yeah to pick yeah, up yeah, needles yeah. before yeah. it was safe for Millie to go out and play you find a lot of needles I, I found a few not a, not a ton I would get in the circling back to the softball field baseball mm-hmm. field here I would get drunk on a Friday night there were always there was always oh, course, people yeah. playing softball or baseball yeah. here and I'd just come sit in and I'd just pick whichever team and I'd become that team's biggest fan yeah. and I would heckle the other team and the people I'm just like, who the fuck are you? And I'd be like, I'm the biggest baseball fan you've ever. And we would just, they would, they, they, we would just get drunk together. I've had so many free beers sitting in those stands. I've heckled so many people, Dude. so many nights. Kickball used to happen here a lot. I used to, I used to fucking, I was merciless with the kickball teams. And yeah, I was like maybe six or seven years. Wow. Of just always, always like my second home. I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't know that and uh, I, coming here today we were going to do that. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. And then maybe maybe a year before the divorce, my, uh-huh. my ex-wife moved to a new location. Yeah. And I haven't been back here since. Wow. This yeah. is your like, first time back, huh? Yeah. So it's just like it's weird because I'm like overcome with the rush of memories yeah. and emotions and, yeah. and like real heavy nostalgia in a good way it's really it's really nice to be here and it's such a pretty day too. if we're gonna dude it's gorgeous today it was supposed to be cloudy and then yeah. breezy and then all the wind kind of kicked and blew all the clouds out it's 75 probably we're so we're shooting a commercial for something a, a rooster teeth thing and uh we just showed up at this field and then i saw how short their fences are and everything and i uh-huh. went oh we should hit baseballs here yeah uh this should be the next spot yeah. that we because it's all locked up or whatever yeah. but we can i could probably i could boost gavin over and he could hop that fence well neil got the keys from the city you just asked for him oh we'll just make a copy real quick <laughs> yeah so we just go down to you know, go hop home onto depot, the home depot a little ace hardware action say hey this is ex- it says do not copy but don't worry about it yeah um this is a great little field i don't know so here's here's the maybe the issue with this for another show that we have called Face. Um, if you were to muscle it out of the park here. Yeah, I hit a car. Yeah, I don't think we'd get it back going over uh, right. No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, it's just, it's it, it's into traffic. Yeah. Uh, over left, you can, you know, it's the park and there's a slope and that's no problem. But Yeah, right over there. But I pulled the ball anyway because I'm a lefty. So. Yeah, so <laughs> you're a pole hitter? You're not, big, uh, not, not a big uh, opposite field guy? No. No? All right. Um, this is a cool area that I never come down to. Yeah. Uh, that feels like if I lived over here, I'd walk to everything in the world. It's man, it's so funny you're saying that because I was over at uh, right before I came here. I know we had like a crew lunch, but I kind of wanted to yeah. reminisce, and so I went to Via Three One Three, the little the yeah. brick and mortar over here on yeah. Six, and I was eating there. And I was thinking, I never lived close enough to walk here, but I lived close enough to ride my bike here. Yeah. And I was just thinking about how much time I spent over here when I was my, like my entire thirties was in like a five block radius of this area. You wow. Know? And because that's you know Six is right over there, yeah. Yellow Jacket Social Club. Uh, I don't know, the Grackle. Violet Crown. Violet Crown, all those, all those all these places, places yeah. I used to go to back when I was a drinker, you know. Yeah. And I was thinking about, like, the one thing that kind of bums, where I, bums me out where I live now is I can't really walk to anything. Yes. And, man, I was like, Millie, goes, Millie graduates high school. I don't need as much space. Maybe we just get a condo down here. Make just, something easy. I can't drink or anything, and most of it's bars, but there's so many restaurants to walk to. There's a lot to, of restaurants to and, walk to. There's like, coffee shops to walk to. There's different yeah. stuff to walk to. There's, there's a lot. Yeah. 
yeah. that's close without being um, an inherent vice, I suppose. Yeah, I'm kind of in the suburbs now, which I like because it's quiet. Yeah, but for sure. I miss the convenience. Yeah, I get it. Um, you know, the descendants were right. Uh, <laughs> I want to be like mom and dad. Yeah. Uh, it, and that's fine, but dude, living in the city would be I, like Fear said. I love living in the city. Yeah, Fear loves living in the cities. <laughs> living in the city, descendants uh, want a suburban home. <laughs> I think that's funny to like four percent of the population. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I don't know if it's anyone listening to this show, but yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's funny. Um, this is a cool spot. The E6 that you have right here is that's Drinking Haven, uh -huh. uh, and yeah. now there's like. Now that Austin's kind of opened up again, like after COVID and stuff, uh, there's a wrestling show running at like Empire Control Room on 7th. Oh, really? There's like, yeah, there's like a ton happening. And I wonder if you're going to see that resurgence in like this area. It's not like this area ever really died out. Like it's just older homes and stuff. But I wonder if you're going to see a lot of people trying to like get in right here because mm. everything's opening up again. I uh, I actually almost bought a house pretty before pandemic, uh, about a year before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I almost bought a house over here. Oh wow! Uh, maybe six or seven blocks that way, mm -hmm. but um, there was like, unfortunately, like a parking lot backed up to the house that was that was and still is like a giant homeless camp, and oh. it just seemed a little sketchy. Yeah. Um, and it was also more expensive than where I'm living now, which oh. also was a big thing. It is so it was fucking pricey to buy a teardown over here because this is such a hot area. It's, yeah, it is big time. Because it is where, you're right, it's where everything is. Yeah. The, only thing it does, the only thing you don't get over here in East Austin uh, and the hip east side is a movie theater. That's true. Yeah. That's it. Oh, that's that, Everything weird. else is huh. here. I was going to say privacy, but I mean. <laughs> you don't want privacy if you're living here. <laughs> you want to go get fucked up on a Friday night yes, and be around you do. tons of people your age. You want to go to Latchkey for some reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a great spot for that. Like, this is where, there was an RTX one year where um, I met some Irish guys who came for RTX. They were big fans and everything. Mm -hmm. Never met them before or whatever. We just hit it off, and they're like, hey, we want to go out tonight. Where should we go? And I'm like, come with me. Let's go. And we walked down 6. We started Violet Crown and just made our way down East 6th until yeah. we got to the Grackle, and then we got kicked out. <laughs> we were too drunk. We got kicked out of the Grackle. <laughs> That's fucking funny. It takes a lot to get kicked out of the Grackle. Like they, yeah, They man. give you a lot of leeway at that place. The, the Grackle is like... <laughs> If you're not in Austin, you don't know on E6, the Grackle is like the last bar it is on the, the crawl. Yep. Like, it is where people end up at the end of the night at their drunkest and messiest. That is, and that was us. And then, and then the bartender went, that's enough. Like, it's just apartments past the Grackle. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cool area. It's a great spot if, you're, uh, if you ever come to Austin. I don't know that you necessarily need to come down to the Pan American baseball field, but... Unless you want to hit some balls. Yeah, or do some heroin at 1 p.m. Uh, it doesn't seem like a big heroin park anymore. Uh, it is. Neil said he ran somebody off when he came up. Did he really? <laughs> yeah, I think oh, it still no. is. Oh, no. Oh, well, I was wrong. Uh, okay, so do come here if you need to do heroin at 1 p.m. If you want to do it in the sun. That's true. It, there's there's it's some br trees, it's but... It's bright. It's pretty. It's pretty bright. Um, so we do have some questions. Oh, um, yeah, let's do it. If we want to get into... Dude, these people want playing pickleball are making me fucking horny what i love pickleball oh man. okay i hate you, that i love it yeah man you gotta there's gotta be like a better no it. yeah no i get it there's just gotta be a better way to say that i don't is, think so it's like no? my, my fucking dick is all rock hard okay. for pickleball right okay, now this sucks <laughs> <laughs> this is rough this is gonna be a weird one dude <laughs> yeah how's that anva episode oh i don't know dude. we can't wait for gus to get back <laughs> dude i'm uh i'm I'm 2000. I'm all the me's from 2010 <laughs> to 2023 right now in this spot. 
So let's get into a couple of questions. Okay. Um, Howie Figure says, have you gotten back into any comics? I really enjoyed your appearance on Class of X Pod. Oh, yeah. I did a one-off on a podcast uh, with a coworker. Mm-hmm. John Reisinger does. Uh, it's about, about comic books, and he he had me on to talk about the X-Men. Yeah. Because I was a big X-Men fan when, from, when I was a kid. Uh, the answer is honestly no. Okay. Um, I think I... There are a few mediums that I think I've just kind of hit my limit on. Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily mean forever, Mm -hmm. but I think I just need to take a break from comics and uh, movies. Well, no, not movies. Comics and and superhero movies would be at the top of that list. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I like this one. This is uh, at Director Andrews on Twitter. Okay. In what ways has Austin positively evolved since you've moved here? I think in in a million ways. Yeah. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know. I don't know how it's negatively grown. I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it's. It, it would. That's one of the things that I think Gus and I wanted to to make clear early on in this podcast. Because if you live in Austin, if you've mm-hmm. lived in Austin for more than ten minutes, everybody talks about how it's not the same as it was, and how it's lost its magic, and how it's lost its charm, and how it's different than it was the day that they discovered it. Uh, as if Austin began its existence on the day that they moved here and discovered it or yep. fell in love with it and decided they wanted to move here. People have been saying that shit since I started in oh, Austin in 1994. Yeah. People were saying that shit in the 80s. They were saying that shit in the 70s. Austin is an evolving city mm-hmm. that is incredibly full of life and it is not the place it was when you found it a year or two or 10 or 20 or in my case 30 years ago. Yeah. And that's fine. It's an awesome place. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a growing amorphous glob of creativity and youth and exuberance and greed and money and a bunch <laughs> of good and bad things all rolled into one. But it's just it's wonderful. Yeah. And I can't I mean, traffic is worse, of course. Uh, you could say yeah. dumb shit like that. But that's everywhere. Though. It has grown yeah. and I and I have grown and everybody who's lived here has grown too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh I think it's I think it's a city that's gotten bigger. But it's a city that is still interesting yeah. and fun to be in uh, compared to, I mean, anywhere else you go in Texas. That's trying to maintain an identity. Yeah. I mean, at least it's Even trying. if it's a little confused yeah. as to what that is right now. And that's fine. And also, it's like, sure, you can say it's expensive. It's more expensive to live yeah. in than California. Yes, I get all that right now. But name a town in America that yeah. isn't expensive that you would go to and go like, oh, man, it's so, I, so, I'm so happy to live in Ashland right now. Yeah. It's so cheap. It's not. It's expensive. It's expensive everywhere. Hoboken sucks right now, right? <laughs> Des Moines probably sucks right now. Right. That's just the way it is. Yeah. That's cities. That's the growth, too. I mean, it is hard when you have something with the infrastructure that Austin has that hasn't kept up with the boom that it had, but also that's San Diego in the 90s, and it seemed to survive. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I'm just going through it again. Let's see. Oh, I kind of like this one. I don't know that there's going to be a good answer for it, but I do like the question. This is from Will. If Rooster Teeth didn't start in Austin, what city would you have wanted to start it in back in 2003? I don't know that that's probably something you guys ever really talked about. I mean, yeah, that would be like personal preference, I guess. Yeah, Um, like where would you, if you could have picked a different place? The only thing I'll say, I I, I do have an answer to this. It Mm -hmm. isn't like, because it wasn't a conversation we had. I mean, Austin, the reality is Rooster Teeth has, Rooster Teeth is the result of my love and obsession of Austin mm-hmm. and Bernie's and yeah, everybody else was involved. But I'm going to talk about my part, right? Yeah. I'm not trying to take ownership of the whole thing. But I, like, and that's the thing that I think a lot of people miss. A mm-hmm. lot of people do move to Austin because they hear about it from Rooster Teeth. Yeah. A lot of people move to Austin to work at Rooster Teeth and do so, mm-hmm. right? I didn't do that. I moved to Austin because of Austin. Because yeah. I saw Slacker uh, <laughs> 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 by Richard Linklater and I wanted to live where people talked like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
And so I, there was no other place for me to be. Yeah. Austin was where I was going to end up. I will say three years in, Bernie and I realized that we could do the job anywhere and that we could start being mobile and travel. Oh, yeah, yeah. And our dream was always to move or do a year making Rich Teeth in Scotland. Mm-hmm. And we just never, never got around been, to that. Man, that would have been pretty cool. It would have been cool. It would have mm. been cool. We loved Edinburgh. We spent some time there. Yeah. We had a good time. Uh, we really wanted to go back, but you know, kids and life and work, it, it became a lot harder to disconnect. It's a great idea when you're young and you can kind of do right. anything yeah. and then you get it all kind of set up and you go, take a lot of work to go set another thing up over there. And especially when like three of us were all starting families and yep. having kids I and mean, yep. Gus was fucking ready to go whenever, but you know, the rest of us were. <laughs> this is from Jaden. Any crazy Fort Hood stories? I live pretty close, and everything you've said about Kyleen uh, has been pretty accurate. Love the show. <laughs> Kyleen. Uh, I have... Maybe I'll do an episode on Fort Hood stories, because yeah? okay. I have a ton. I was in a drive-by shooting... Are you serious? ...on an army base. Oh, my God. <laughs> I lived there for three and a half years. Uh-huh. I could probably tell you tons of stories. Wow. I... I uh, yeah, oh yeah, man. I, uh, the stories are flooding to me right now. Really? Let's, let's put a pin in that, and let's okay. do an episode someday. That's a, that's a good idea. I never thought stories. about... I never thought about asking about. Mm. I just didn't think there was anything interesting there. I never thought about it. I mean, it's it's like a third world country, so I don't know if there's anything interesting about the place, but there's definitely inter- interesting shit going on there. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it is, dude. Spend go to Harker Heights, Texas, mm. and Colleen, Texas, and come back and tell me it's not, go, drive down Ranseer Boulevard okay. and tell me it's not a third world country. There was a time when I was stationed at Fort Hood when a street, mm-hmm. Ranseer Boulevard was off limits to soldiers. Are you serious? You couldn't, you weren't allowed to be on that street. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this question from Jeb. What is the thing uh, professionally and personally that you're most proud of? Well, personally, I guess I'm the most proud of, I'm, I'm the most proud of my daughter. I mean, that's yeah, such that a, say, yeah. that's <laughs> such a, like a, but I would say like if, if child creation aside uh-huh. or parenting, r- r- raising and rearing a child aside, mm-hmm. um, I would say probably getting sober. Oh, okay. Is like cool. yep. uh, the hardest and most rewarding thing I've ever done personally, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, professionally, I guess I would say th- that I'm gonna th- that I'm gonna be a little hopeful, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that Rooster Teeth will exist for another two months so that I can celebrate my 20th anniversary. Congratulations! Yeah, and I if, also hope it exists if at I least can, for another two months. <laughs> if I, I mean, to be able to create a company, any company, mm-hmm. but an hour industry entertainment which is such a volatile industry Mm -hmm. and such a tumultuous place to try to carve out and make a living yeah and it is a gig-based world yeah to be able to create a company a production company that has existed for 20 years a long time man is pretty rewarding yeah that's i'd say it's bigger than any like rewards or auto like i don't know uh like showings or we've done a lot of cool stuff i've had a lot of bucket list stuff yeah knocked off but that's probably the fact that we're still here is probably it i think the thing that unless you do this for a really long time i don't think you understand how much the you might understand but i don't think a lot of people do understand how important it is like to have the longevity yeah and how rare it is to have the longevity yeah because there have been a lot of people who come in and do the cool bucket list things and then you never hear from them in five years like there are a lot of people that came in on youtube and like these different apps and everything who do the oh, man, I hosted this thing at E3 and I fucking went to this country and I hosted this panel and this big thing and bucket list, bucket list, bucket list. I was in this movie, whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, where are they now? There's a um, lot of, and I'm not saying this in, to be insulting in any uh-huh. way whatsoever, but there's a lot There's a lot more annoying oranges and yeah. Tobuscuses out there mm-hmm. than there are like 
people that are still grinding. It's a, although those guys are I probably still grinding. Yeah. No, I think Tobesco's is still going. It, but uh, but it, you, I'm, I, maybe it's not fair to that. Uh, it's to just those it's entertainers. Twenty but. years is such a long time, and to do it at a company size like this is pretty crazy. I struck lightning three times in my career. <laughs> And I think that's fucking amazing, that's too. That's pretty incredible. Like, you don't get to do that, yeah. right? Like, I struck lightning with, with Bernie and Gus and Matt in uh -huh. Red versus Blue. Mm -hmm. Then I was so fucking fortunate enough to create Achievement Hunter yeah. and, and have that hit when it did and the way it did and assemble that amazing group of dysfunctional savants, yep. right? And then I think the biggest strike of my life happens in my 40s mm -hmm. when we create f Face. Yeah. Which is, um, honestly, and I think maybe the maybe this is the the real answer, even over the twenty year thing, is like, I'm making content at forty seven that's better than I've ever made. I think, yeah, and I feel as funny and as good as ever at it, and I feel like the chemistry and the the little universe that we've created is uh is like kind of pure and perfect and 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 beautiful, and I. I can't. I can't believe I get to be a part of something like this again. Yeah, it's. Uh, you know what I mean. The face is so cool and fun and easy to do. Like not in a way of like there's easy, no. It's a. It's not. It's not like there's no planning that goes into it. But you like every episode. It's like well, I don't have anything to talk about, and then it's like oh, we didn't get to anything except for this insane thing for an hour. It's easy in. It's easy because it's incredibly hard. Yeah. If that makes sense, mm -hmm. because we have. It is incredibly hard to get everybody on the same page, moving uh -huh. in the same direction, yes. yeah. at the same speed, mm -hmm. with the same motivations and goals. It's rare. And 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 when you can find that, that makes it easy. Yeah. You're right. What we do is easy, but it's only because of the chemistry mm -hmm. and because of the, the alchemy that exists between that group. I don't want people to think that we're saying it's easy in a way where there's no work. There's so much work oh that goes God, into it. Dude. There's so much work that goes into it. But... It's, it feels effortless when we get in the record. Like, I talked to Andrew for such a long time today yeah. about some idea stuff that we're doing for, like, an office day coming up or whatever. And it was like, oh, this is so, like, the conversation flows, and it's so simple to, like, be on the same page. It's great. And there's this little like, explosions of creativity. Yes. And everybody has them, yep. and it's so oh, fucking it's awesome, It's a blast. It's, it's a blast. Um, here's one from Rebecca. If you could pick five guests, you don't have to necessarily give five, uh, you'd like to have on the podcast for an episode, who would they be? Well, first off, hello, Rebecca. Uh -huh. Love to you. Uh, I was f guess number one would be Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll put them on the list. Mm -hmm. uh, man, I would love to have... Well, here's the thing. Uh -huh. uh, we've we've labored over this yes. a lot behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. uh, we had an opportunity once to have Shaq on, yeah. so we did a pitch. Mm -hmm. I think we were all a little... It didn't work yeah Shaq probably didn't want to go on it was like when his new podcast was was yes. coming out yeah. the big show and they were like looking for partners to help promote yep. it by having him on and so I put together a whole pitch or you and I put together a whole yep. pitch about getting Shaq on and things mm -hmm. we could do with him at kind of the infancy of face and I'm so glad that didn't work yeah it didn't happen because we've I think we've determined over time uh that we're not a guest show yep. and I I think that we've all become fiercely protective of the space that we've created. I agree. And I just don't know how to bring somebody else into yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I think for shows like RTP, it's natural to have a guest on. I think there's other shows like Face Jam always gets approached for guests and stuff. But Anma, I think, is natural to have. Absolutely. Yeah, like We talked about having, not Rebecca, but Becca on. Yeah. And that was a thing that we were supposed to do. And then Austin froze over yeah. again. Um, so that was difficult. Uh, I want to have Becca on. I know that's someone. We had Jason Saldana on. That was a lot of fun. It was so fun. Um, we were talking about 
I think Jordan Levin would be a fun guest for this show because yeah. he knows so much about Austin yeah. in a way where you go, man, this guy fucking knows a lot. We no, I think it's 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 uh, we've been asking him for a while, and mm-hmm. I think he's we're definitely going to get Jordan on yeah. because he actually has like you know he went to college here, yeah. which Gus and I didn't do. I mean, you know, Bernie and Matt and they have that perspective, but Jordan went to college here, but he went to college here at a different time. Than yes, us. and yeah. so he was he was a part of watching Austin grow into what it was when we first discovered yeah. it. And I would love to hear his insights and perspectives. One other person that we've talked about having on as a guest. <laughs> Which I really, I don't know if anybody took me seriously that day, but I really want to have Joe on uh, from Achievement Hunter <laughs> because he's just I moved to Austin. I totally forgot about that. We should have Joe yeah, on. I want to have the, so bizarre. I want to have the impression of somebody who who's lived here for 10 minutes and knows nothing about the city. Tell me about I want to learn about their Austin. Tell me about the seven blocks right off 183 yeah. that you know. <laughs> I, just, I just think it'd be fascinating to hear like a newbie's perspective yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of our city. I think know? that's good. Um Talked about uh, having Jason on was like a lot of fun. Definitely want to have him on again. Uh, yeah, would love to have Jason on again. Who else could we get? Who else would you guys think that like Frank? I think was someone that we sort of talked about. Maybe a lot of stories with Frank. Yeah, and, and that's kind of the thing that fits here is like, who do we got some good stories with where we can go like, oh shit, that's a natural. Oh shit, that's a natural. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting because I've thought about this a little bit mm-hmm. and thought about like do we approach people we don't have relationships with but have some notoriety in Austin That's or, interesting. or Austin significance mm-hmm. and I started to kind of formulate it or try to put together a list of that and the more I thought about it the more I thought if we don't have a personal connection to this person yeah. I mean I think that you know clearly Gus and I have our, t- have our 10,000 hours in yeah. of doing podcasts and you interviewing do, people and I was a journalist could do it in years. your sleep but I really like the personal touch uh-huh. that we have with the guests that we've we've only had one guest but the guests that we've talked about as well mm-hmm. and so maybe we'll get there down the road but yeah. right now I think I just like to focus on people that have some significance to our past well I just I think that having the significance to your past kind of a thing takes it out of Austin also like yeah. I, we have to do it in person I will not do remote for no. the show no um, what a misery uh, <laughs> that we got to do it in person, but it like when we had Jason on and it led to stories about like, oh yeah, like Bernie fucked me over and I flew out of like Long Island and I was like the only one who could fucking make it out because it was snowing or whatever. That's the kind of story yeah. that I want from this thing because yeah. it's not about Austin. It's about your guys' time in Austin mm-hmm. and it's about how special or different it was um, and like those relationships. That to me is way more important. Yeah. that That's the thing that I really like. Well, we probably have a ton of those with Becca. Good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah. We, and we'll have Becca on soon. It's just... uh now it's just trying to negotiate. We almost did it the day. The it was on day, the calendar. It, yes, yeah. it was. It was on the calendar. We were locked in. We had a place. Everything was ready. And then it was like, hey, they're saying don't drive. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, ah, okay. All right, don't drive. Got it. Um, so we had to like cancel, postpone. But now it's warm, and I feel like we can get some stuff out of it and everything. I do feel like we've made it through the worst of this weather where you're going to be complaining about it being cold so now we can do outside episodes again and it'll be fine <laughs> dude if it's going to be 75 fucking degrees and sunny let's do the podcast every day that's what I'm saying okay cool then uh, we're about to get called to set because I, right. can, I can see everyone milling around uh, any uh, final thoughts you can follow us at Anima Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram we'll have another uh, supplemental episode that I think I want to do next week okay. and, and here's the pitch okay because um, I tried to schedule it for this week did not fucking happen okay. tried to schedule it for last week did not fucking happen yeah I am sorry. I got boned yesterday. It is not you. Uh, It was uh, getting the other people that I want. Here's because this was pitched to me by Kayla and Blizz. They want to make us like do like a half hour episode like this and they want to make us coffees because Kayla has like her whole smorgasbord of like syrups and flavors and all this stuff. And they want to make us coffees 
where it's like, oh, I like this flavor, less of this, more of that, like that kind of a thing. So and we taste test stuff. Like taste test. And then I think we find coffees that we like with flavors and everything, and we can put them out there for people to try. And then Gus can't be a part he of it. He cannot be a part of it. So he doesn't get to enjoy it. Even though he's back and could definitely be a part of it. No, he, he doesn't cannot. appear in supplemental content. That's, that's right. So that's the pitch. I tried to set it up last week, tried to set it up this week. It wasn't just your schedule. Okay, cool. It was everyone's schedule. Cool. Uh, so I want to try to do that for the next supplemental. If the next supplemental is not that, then... Um, it will be Sunday. Yep, uh-huh, because I do want to do it. It's just a matter of... Getting everyone together. Uh, the hardest part of everyone's job. Not so easy. Uh, our slash animal podcast, make a name guess. Uh, we still don't know what it is, but there are a lot of guesses, and we know it's only three words. So And Austin's not one of Austin, them. Austin is not one of them. So that limits. That's, yes. that, that cuts mm -hmm, it down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There you go. Okay, any final words for the folks at home? Nah, just thanks for listening. And yeah. uh, keep sending in those questions, because we have to do these supplementals every fucking two months yep. because of Gus. Because so of Gus. We need, we, need, we, need the, we need the material. Thank that's, you. That's right. Go to hell, Gus. Love you. Except for Gus. Good morning, Gus. Good morning, Gus.